All right, you ready, John? Yes, how are you? It's good to hear from you, my friend. It's working. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At least for this very second, it's working. It's been working, yeah. All right, so do you want to count me in and then- I will count you in, okay. Um, this is episode seven, I think. Um, okay. Episode seven in three, two, one, go. I said, hold on. Oh. <laughs> Did you hold hear on. Me? Yeah, I said, it was just, it was very distorted. I don't know what's going on. I said, hold on. I was like, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Uh, are we doing episode seven or episode two? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's do episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We have to, <laughs> this will be the lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> the lost episode. <laughs> I'm gonna call it lost episode. Okay. Yeah, we can. It would be fun. <laughs> okay. Ready? Cool. All right. Uh, in three, two, one, go. Good afternoon, our dear listeners. It's good to be back. This is John Kimuthia, Catholic speaker here with my friend, Art, who is also a Catholic speaker who is on fire for the Lord as well. And we are excited to have you as we share and talk and have these village Catholic conversations on today's gospel. We know in the current world, uh, we have a lot of things going on. But our source of life, the summit of our life, continue to shower us with blessings. And so I will ask my friend to say hello and uh, to start us off with a word of prayer. Well, good day, John. It is good to be with you. So let us uh, begin as we begin all things in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this day and all the blessings that we've experienced to this point and all the challenges we face. We offer this day to you as a gift, as a sacrifice, and pray that you would inspire our hearts to live more faithfully the gospel of life and the gospel of peace and the gospel of justice. I pray now that you would inspire this conversation between John and I and open the hearts of all the listeners who will be able to hear this through the amazing gift of technology. We ask your grace and blessings, Jesus Christ, through the intercession of Mary, our mother, and we trust you in all things, Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Wow. Man, thank you for the prayer, my friend. Um, and we will read the Gospel of Mark. Chapter 3, verse 22 to 30. The scribes who had come from Jerusalem said of Jesus, He is possessed by Beelzebul, and by the prince of demons he drives out demons. Summoning them, he began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and he is divided, he cannot stand. That is the end of him. But no one can enter a strong man's house to plunder his property. 
unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. For they had said he has an unclean spirit. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, that's a deep, deep, deep reading right there. Uh, what is your reaction or what is your thoughts? Um, well, there's just a lot of things going on here, um, John. Um, you know, the first thing that jumps out at me, you know, when I, when I look at God readings and, and things, I try to form in my mind a single word that kind of I feel generates from that. Mm. And, um, and the, the word that I see from this is division. Um, uh, the, the, the idea of division kind of comes to mind and yeah. um, how I think what Jesus is saying and the reality of it is um, that everything of God is, is united in one and things of Satan are divided. That that Satan's, that Satan's main tool is division. And mm -hmm. that, but then I, also with that is things that are divided aren't successful. They can't stand. Mm -hmm. So that, that when I just see, I mean, the word divided is a house divided against itself, but in general, you know, and it makes me think a little, um, just about the world in general and all the temptations in the world. And you think about it, John, a lot yeah. of the, if not all of our sin in some ways in, is involves just being divided between divided between ourselves and other people and then division or separation from God. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think that Satan walks through division and Satan wins, or at least tries to win dividing people, dividing our own mind. Like we cannot make our own mind. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, even in the current world, in the current things that are happening um even in the within the church causes things that people cannot make their own mind and therefore they remain divided and they we remain not knowing what to do um whether it's the issue of uh for example the issue of abortion we know we 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 would want us to come out strongly against but there's some people who are in this camp, another one in the camp. So Satan tries to confuse us and to divide us. Um, and Jesus here is just, Jesus' teaching is really strong. And as we saw from our, our other conversations, you know, the, the scribes here, they, they come and say, hey, Jesus is possessed. <laughs> Oh man, this is this reading, my friend. It's it's deep. Well, and you know, just just you saying that now, John. Too, it makes me think about one of um, one of the main challenges we face in our culture right now is that, um, you know, from a civic standpoint, let's just like take it from there. Um, we we've seem to have lost the ability to discuss ideas. And we've, we've just fallen into this 
um, pathology where we we destroy people's reputation or we, Mm -hmm. you know, we cast doubts on their, um, uh, their persons. I mean, that's really what, that's really what was happening here. I mean, they're saying, don't listen to this man. He, you know, he, he works with the devil. Like he's, he, I don't, we don't just disagree with what he's saying. So it's not even about the ideas. They're trying to destroy Jesus's ability by, by claiming the messenger himself is defective, not the message, the messenger. And which is so opposite from what our understanding is of the human person created image of likeness of God. I, I just had a conversation with a student in our campus ministry center last week about there's nothing that you can do that reduces your dignity, your inherent dignity in the eyes of God. Nothing. You, it doesn't matter how big of a sinner are you, you are, you, your, your dignity as a person cannot be lessened. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think what's happening here is they're saying, no, this, this person of Jesus is the problem. We're not even talking about what he's saying, but the messenger himself is bad. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I think, uh, you know, that's a, that's a very deep way to look at it. Um, and obviously, as you said there, there's nothing that can lessen the dignity of the human person. So do you think the scribes um, in the statements that they made and, and Jesus kind of rebuking them, he's, he still he still have love for them, right? Right. No, absolutely. I think what he's saying, I mean, the subtext, the, the, the context, I think, of all his conversations with the scribes and the Pharisees is that he's, I think he's trying to call them to the fact that they're seeking po- human power and control. And they're not seeing things from the point of, of the divine, which is you never had control. Any control you think you have is, is not real. Um, other than your, the control you have, the, your, your will to say yes or no to things. But, um, yeah. but, but no, I think he's, you know, he's attacking their power structure because he's speaking with authority and people are listening to him. And they're doing what many of us in this world do now, which is if you can destroy a person's reputation, then every argument they make then becomes questionable you don't have to deal with every conversation or every thought or every philosophy if you will you just destroy the person's reputation then everything they do or say from that point on has no validity whatsoever and and what 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 do you think about jesus saying every sin you know and all blasphemy is that you utter be forgiven unless you blaspheme against the holy spirit that's tough. I know. That's well, what I'm asking you. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I struggled with this for a long time. And uh, a good priest friend of mine explained it this way. Um, and sometimes I think the English translation doesn't, doesn't work so well. Um, what, 
what Jesus refers to here is that um, the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is basically saying, I, I refuse to love you. I refuse to accept your grace. So mm. you, if you're refusing God outright, th- then you don't want forgiveness. Then you're, you can't be forgiven of that because you're, you're, you're not open to that. So and mm. I'm probably not explaining this as well as this, this, this wonderful priest did, but you're, the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is saying, no, I don't want any part of, of you, God. I reject all of that. Um, so you're, you're re- rejecting divine mercy, you're rejecting mercy and God's forgiveness and, and the divine being that wants a relationship with us. So it, you can't be forgiven because you won't accept it. You, you're only forgiven, right? If yeah. you, if you accept that forgiveness, somebody can forgive you, but if, and that's okay for 